The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 281. I hope that you guys are doing fantastically well today. Uh, If you are struggling though with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, robertjamescoaching.com. There you can book that free session directly or if you prefer, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast... Um, I'm going to be talking about what happens uh, when we demand certainty from ourselves and from our lives. Uh, This is something that is very pernicious with OCD and unfortunately just makes things a lot, lot worse. Um, You know, and it's something that everybody with OCD is doing. We have this kind of perfectionism related to the OCD where we really want to figure everything out and get to the bottom of everything. And it is really holding us back. And so today's podcast is is all about that and how to uh, let go of that. Uh, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on uh, Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe uh, on your podcast app of choice, that would be amazing. Really does help the podcast. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And off we go. You may have heard me talking about this before when it comes to OCD, but OCD really is a trickster. It's one of the biggest, sneakiest tricksters of all. And it knows how to to get us uh, snared in its trap time and time again. And when it comes to its bag of tricks, perhaps uh, the most the most sneaky one of of all is persuading us that we need to have certainty. Because if there's anything that is really going to get you stuck, then it is demanding certainty from uh, from from yourself and from a life that is uh, unfortunately inherently uncertain. Um, and so this is something that the OCD will will do time and time again, and if we play that game, we're going to find ourselves uh, unfortunately getting stuck. So I wanted to talk about what happens when we focus on uncertainty. And if this seems like uh, a negative thing, bear with me, because after we go through all of the not so great things that happen when we uh, demand certainty, I'm also then going to talk about how we can do things a little bit differently. So um, one of the first things that happens is that we end up in this kind of never-ending race against the OCD. Um, Every time we feel like we've kind of figured that out or we've come to a conclusion about something, you know, we're coming to the finishing line and we feel like 
if I just if I just think about this enough, I can then I can rest, then I can have some downtime. Um, I don't need to run this marathon anymore. I've I've crossed that finishing line, and unfortunately, you know, every time you're about to cross it, uh, the game changes. the The finishing line moves, and you're you're kind of told quite abruptly. I'm sorry, but you've got another ten miles left to run. And uh, and this is what happens when we are, you know, always trying to figure it out. And so it's just not a good idea. You're you're never going to have that certainty you're you're looking for. And so, you know, the finishing line is going to keep moving. Um, with that in mind, then OCD is always going to be the winner when we demand uh, perfection and certainty from ourselves. OCD knows that it's always got the uh, the joker. And so trying to compete with it in this way is, you know, a guaranteed way to kind of keep yourself stuck. Uh, we alienate ourselves from from the people around us. Uh, so many people with, with OCD also tend to be people who really care about the people around them. Um, but unfortunately, when we are lost in our thoughts and obsessions, of course, it's very difficult to be in the present moment. It's very difficult to connect uh, as well with the people around us and to be the person that we really want to be uh, and that's very frustrating um, something else we do is we tend to ruminate uh, a lot because as I was just talking about with that never-ending race you know if you're looking for that certainty well what is the way that you're going to look for it of course you're going to keep thinking and thinking and thinking and trying to come to that perfect conclusion um, you're never going to get there, but you're going to exhaust yourself in the process. And that leads into to the next thing. You're going to have, you know, a lot more anxiety, low mood, all of this kind of stuff. Because, you know, if you're, as you as you know only too well, if you're dealing with this stuff day in, day out, it's exhausting. It gives you a huge amount of anxiety. And, it, you know, it leads to to kind of life losing a lot of its flavor if we're not present with people, if we're not able to enjoy things as much anymore. Um, you know, and that leads into the next thing is we become disconnected from our values. Um, you know, perhaps uh, in the past you were doing a lot more things and maybe you've stopped doing some of those things because, um, you know, we tend to tell ourselves, well, I just need to feel better before I go out or before I go and do this or before I go to the gym. Um, you know, I need to feel like the anxiety is a bit more manageable and then I can go and do that thing that, that I really enjoy. Um, and unfortunately, when that happens, life starts to get smaller and smaller. Um, you know, we're not able to, to spend as much time doing the things that, that make life meaningful and interesting to us. And so, you know, I think I'm painting a bit of a, a negative picture here. But unfortunately, in, in my experience, all of these things are true. When we demand certainty uh, about everything from ourselves, we really put ourselves in a, a very uncomfortable and negative place. Hi, everyone. I hope you are enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to mention that if you find this podcast helpful and would like to support the podcast in some small way, then I now offer Patreon membership. There are three different tiers, starting from as little as three euros. In return, uh, for all my subscribers, I'm actually offering exclusive Patreon podcasts. And depending on your tier, uh, special meditations for OCD, 
and uh, even question and answer sessions. So if you are interested in, in that, you can sign up uh, very easily uh, using the Patreon link in the show notes. Many thanks. So let's kind of turn this on its head now. Let's, let's think about how we can do things a bit differently, how we can actually let go of demanding certainty from ourselves so that we can open up a little bit more to life, so that we can be a little bit more trusting uh, and have a bit more hope about life. And I think the first thing that we need to do is really we have to um, acknowledge that the old way wasn't working, that this, this, you know, demand for certainty was not serving us and has never been serving us and it never will serve us. And until we're able to, to really recognize that and be honest with ourselves about it, it's difficult to, to really kind of take a step forward. Um, and it's important as well to acknowledge that this isn't really your fault. This is kind of the OCD trap that I was talking about earlier. It knows how to do this. And unfortunately, uh, society actually kind of encourages this as well, because we're told by just about everybody, if you have a problem or an issue in your life, then, you know, you need to problem solve your way out of it. You need to find the answer. You need to find the solution. So, of course, what do we do when it comes to OCD? Well, we employ those same techniques. Now, in the real world, with actual problems in work or, or relationships or different things, that approach can be very, very helpful. But when it comes to OCD, it isn't at all. And so when you start to realize that, hey, this isn't just me, this is, uh, you know, a lot of people and, um, you know, it's not particularly necessarily my fault that I've fallen into this trap. This is just a result of, you know, something that I do to try to make myself uh, feel better. And also I'm encouraged by everybody to, to actually bring this problem solving uh, mindset to the OCD because that's what the culture generally does when it comes to, to problems. Um, th the second thing that I want to mention then is maybe you can actually just take one particular obsession, one particular thing. Uh, and it could be, a uh, you know, an obsession within an obsession. It could be a subset of that, that obsession. But I'd like you to take one thing that you're uh, demanding certainty uh, about and to try your very best to begin to, to let go of that, to recognize um, when you are actually demanding that, that certainty and to try to just let go and to feel the anxiety that, that that gives you. Now, this is obviously uh, going to, to be very difficult at first because uh, demanding certainty from yourself is something that most probably you've been doing uh, for, for a very long time. So you don't need to do this, this perfectly, but just see if you can, rather than, um, you know, immediately getting lost in rumination about that particular thing, See if you can actually tune in to, to your body and, uh, and, and feel what you're feeling in your body rather than, you know, tuning into your head and, and thinking about what's going on there. This is so important when it comes to allowing uncertainty. When we recognize that this is about uh, anxiety and about uncomfortable emotions in the body, we can begin to, to accept that uncertainty a bit more. And so see if you can actually spend a bit of time when you find yourself 
uh, getting stuck on a particular particular thought or rumination and you're beginning to get lost and you're you're going down the rabbit hole with it see if you can just remind yourself ah oh, no i'm i'm demanding certainty i'm going to let go of that i'm going to allow the uncertainty and instead i'm going to tune into what i'm feeling for a few minutes then also you can try to use ambiguity when it comes to these things where you're just reminding yourself well, you know, I think that thing is pretty unlikely to happen. Um, I have hope that it's not going to happen, uh, but you never know, uh, or something along these lines. Now, this may be very triggering for some people and very difficult. Uh, and obviously, you know, there's ways of doing this where you can make it uh, stronger or by or you can make it weaker, depending on how much of uh, an exposure you want to do with this. Uh, like I was talking about in the previous podcast, you don't have to be doing a 10 out of 10 at, or, um, exposure all the time. So if it's if it's uh, more helpful for, for you, you can remind yourself that it's very unlikely, um, you know, but it's possible. Um, and like this, what you're doing is you're just allowing a little bit of ambiguity to sneak in. You're not demanding 100% perfection uh, when when it comes to, to this. If this is something that you think you can do, great. If it's not something that you think uh, would be helpful for you, then, you know, you don't have to do this particular step. Um, but it is something that, that will get you moving in a positive direction. Um, something else that I think is important, you know, once you've made that decision to kind of give up on that certainty seeking is, um, you know, to actually come back to the present. So perhaps you've been tuning into your body, you've reminded yourself that you don't need to have that certainty. The next step in a way is to, to recognize that you need to be back in the present moment. So try to anchor yourself in the present by um, refocusing your attention as much um, as possible on things that are going on around you, on your values. As I talk about a lot in this podcast, it's so important that you use something that motivates you, that's meaningful to you, that helps you to come back into the present. So see if you can practice that, just recognizing what you're feeling, staying with it for a few, mo uh, a few moments, and then really trying to anchor yourself in the present by getting busy with something else, something that allows you to be uh, present orientated. And often when we do this, that thing that we were demanding certainty about, suddenly after, you know, maybe half an hour, maybe even less, maybe after 10 minutes or maybe after a bit more time, that thing has lost some of its uh, importance. We recognize that actually it's an obsession. It's part of the OCD process and that, you know, we, we don't actually uh, need to, to give it so much attention. And, you know, we can let go of it. And I think the, the final bit of advice that is incredibly important when it comes to all of this is that you don't need to do any of this perfectly. You don't need to do any of it in a particular order. Um, if you do want to do the order that I've just put it in, then that would be good. But, you know, whatever works for you, uh, if you want to include some things, if you want to uh, exclude other things, that's fine. Um, and if you make mistakes, if you do ruminate about something, if you do start seeking certainty again, don't be surprised that is going to happen. It's going to happen all the time, you know, because that's a little bit um, of of who you are as a as a person, it's not just OCD. 
Um, you know, we all sometimes get get stuck in seeking, um, you know, certainty about things. And so recognize that you are going to, to get stuck at times. You are going to make mistakes at times. And that, that's okay. And, and having that kind of mindset is actually being self-compassionate and realistic. And it, it also encourages you, um, you know, to, to get back on with things when you do make a mistake, rather than believing that you've, you know, completely messed it up now and that, you know, things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. It's very easy to start catastrophizing um, about uh, whatever approach you're taking to try to manage your OCD better and believing that you're doing it wrong or, you know, the way that you're doing it means that it isn't going to work. Remember, the important thing isn't doing things perfectly. It's just trying your best to do things each day. Take little steps that, that are actually helping you to challenge the OCD, to to not avoid things anymore and to recognize the uh, inherent uncertainty that we do have in life. And when you do this, well, things start to open up again. Life starts to open up again. We, we start leaning a bit more into our own discomfort. Uh, and, and, you know, interesting and new opportunities might suddenly uh, appear from nowhere. You start living your life again more by your, your values and you know, that life that had become smaller and smaller for so long suddenly starts uh, to get bigger and bigger. When you see that, you know, that, that life isn't this, this awful, terrible thing that, that OCD tries to persuade us that it, that it is, and that actually, you know, life is amazing. It's, there's so much opportunity out there. There's so many good things that, that are going on. Um, when we allow ourselves to, to tune into them, um, OCD is extremely difficult at times, incredibly difficult. And, you know, this, this approach is, is not easy at all. But when you do start to practice it and you do start uh, leaning into the discomfort of uncertainty, you may be surprised at the, uh, the progress that you can make. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know and see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.